Hey, and welcome to the Kid Therapist Podcast. This is Allie. And this is Lauren. We are two licensed mental health therapists practicing in Maryland who love helping kids and families to manage and overcome their mental health struggles. Our goal of this podcast is to educate, inspire, and provide some insight into what could be going on with your kids. Here we go. Happy November. We are coming at you today sharing all about the practice of gratitude. This is a time where Thanksgiving is right around the corner and gives us an opportunity to dedicate time to practicing gratitude and thankfulness, but we want to share and encourage you in ways to cultivate this practice all throughout the year. We're going to talk about what is gratitude, what are some of the benefits of gratitude, how can we teach this to our children, and we're going to equip you with lots of fun ways to practice and model gratitude with your kids and teens. Here we go. Happy November! If you go into pretty much any store now, it's filled with Christmas decorations. I know, I can't believe it. We just had Halloween and it's like the next day, Christmas. <laughs> the day of Halloween, I was in Michael's and they were turning the whole store around into like this Christmas wonderland. Yeah. It made me so excited. I know, I love Christmas. <laughs> and we can't wait for Christmas to get here, but we want to slow it down a little and focus on the holiday that is right around the corner, Thanksgiving. So November is a special month that gives us the opportunity to dedicate time to practicing gratitude. Today we're going to talk all about the research behind gratitude, why it's so important, and some playful creative ways to focus with your kids and teens about the feeling and expressing gratitude together. So it's so cool that research has been done to explore the brain science of the practice of gratitude. I think this is something we've known for a long time, but now there's um, some really cool research that's been done about it. For the past two decades, researchers from the University of California, Berkeley have dedicated themselves to understanding the biology of gratitude, the benefits that come from practicing gratitude, and ways that people can cultivate gratitude in their day-to-day lives. Allie, can you imagine how impactful it would be if the virtue of gratitude is something that kids start having as a regular part of their lives from a young age. I think that would be incredible. I think it might even have like kind of this monumental effect where it maybe even impacts how we are towards other humans and you know kind of showing gratitude towards each other and just being kind day to day. It it kind of just seems like a no-brainer but it really is something that has to be practiced for sure. It's really significant. So what is gratitude? So it's actually really Really hard to define so like is it an emotion like a temporary feeling you get after receiving a gift from somebody is it a virtue like a tendency to have a grateful disposition or like a way of being or behavior you know or something that you practice or do so it can mean different things to different people and in different contexts um, it can come from the outside you know someone does something for you or impacts you in some way and you can feel it or it can be internal you know you experience gratitude towards something and we won't get into all the brain science but obviously you know studies like you know the one that Lauren talked about you know from neuroscience have identified brain areas that are likely to be involved in experiencing and expressing gratitude and this provides further evidence for the idea that gratitude 
gratitude is an internal, personally rewarding and satisfying component of the human experience. So the study from Berkeley suggests that even young children can develop the concept of gratitude and that will impact them you know, for the rest of their life as they continue to mature. I love that you said it's going to impact them for the rest of the life because there are now, we've known this, but now there's all this research that really backs up that there's so many benefits to practicing gratitude. Like you said, something so that seems so simple can be so profound. Absolutely. Um, so some of the benefits of gratitude and reasons that you want to cultivate this um, in your own life and with your kids and teens, it can lead to better physical and emotional health. This is so cool. Um, But they found that there's less cellular inflammation in people when they practice gratitude and they're more likely to have healthier habits like wow. better sleep better eating yeah so it's even not at just the mental, cellular it's like level that wow. physical level um that they've been able to do studies that show that's really cool. that there's less inflammation in the body which is really crazy awesome wow increased feelings of happiness and life satisfaction I know this is a big one for parents that's often important to us is decreased focus on materialism, kids wanting all the things, just being focused on the things, <laughs> um, and overall positive mood. This is a big one for kids too, more resiliency. When they're practicing gratitude, they're kind of able to move forward during hard things mm. or um, cultivate that resiliency skill, that muscle. And like you said, like this could f- affect kind of larger scale, just kind of people being more kind and generous towards other people. Go ahead. <laughs> so other studies show that gratitude is, they call it the mother of all virtues. Kind of it opens up the gates of practicing other virtues like patience, humility, wisdom. Who doesn't want their kid to embody those virtues? So recent studies have also found that some of the benefits for children, that gratitude has benefits for children and adolescents, not just adults. Um, Grateful adolescents are more interested in and satisfied with their school life. They're more kind and helpful, and they do better socially with their peers. And when we count our blessings and practice gratitude, that can, we've talked about anxiety, and that can interrupt the cycle of negative and fearful thoughts. When you practice gratitude, it shifts the way you view things and reframes your mind to view life as more of a gift, which ultimately energizes and inspires you. I love that. And I think that, you know, teaching gratitude to our children, you know, can be kind of, I don't know, challenging at times because you you just want to say like, okay, just be grateful, like practice gratitude. And Mm -hmm. it just seems so cut and dry and simple, but it isn't always that simple. So, you know, we're going to talk about about some ways that you can teach your kids uh, gratitude and, you know, implement this into your daily life. So, you know, being thankful isn't necessarily a natural instinct. Uh, They need to be taught how to do it. So as a parent, you can be an example to your child uh, through lots of ways that you practice gratitude. You know, this could be naming out things out loud that you notice that you're thankful for and also thanking your kids. And and be careful not to judge how your child expresses gratitude. Young kids, especially kids under six, um, they may not totally grasp this concept. Um, and it's not so much about what they are thankful for, but that they're learning to express thanks and you know that matters. 
And if they want to be thankful for a toy that is real, that's okay too. So, you know, just kind of expressing, you know, thank you and saying thank you and things like that. That's a great way to start. Even if it's something that is kind of more materialistic, you know, that's a great kind of starting path. That's a really great point that you bring up because a lot of times kids will be thankful And that's their more. world, that's you know. That's their <laughs> world. Like we talked about last time on the play therapy episode, toys are their language mm-hmm. oftentimes. So um, it's it's okay if your child says that they're really grateful for their Buzz Lightyear toy. Right. Um, that <laughs> I doesn't mean that they're super materialistic. They are just starting to learn about this skill. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to dive into some fun, playful ways to practice gratitude with your kids. Allie was just saying that this is a skill that children um, don't naturally have. We don't naturally feel gratitude. Mm -hmm. So this can be a really cool way to, we're going to talk about lots of fun ways to practice this as a family. So I'm sure if you've done any reading about gratitude or heard about lots of the gratitude studies or therapists often bring this up, um, keeping a gratitude journal. So keeping a gratitude journal is really what all the scientific research points to as helping people to start experiencing the benefits of gratitude, like reduced stress and more feelings of optimism. Um, However, and that may appeal to some people, is writing lists of gratitude. Um, However, it doesn't have to look just like writing in a journal. That may work for some, but we want to let you know that there are other options, especially ones that might appeal more so to kids and teens. So underneath the idea of keeping a gratitude journal, one might be to keep a gratitude blog. Kids and teens love typing things. I know so so often they like typing a whole lot more than writing. Mm -hmm. So you could set up a private family blog that is password protected where anybody could go in at any time and add something to it. You know, it could be your family's blog of thankfulness. Um, This even uh, opens up the possibilities of even involving extended family, like grandparents, aunts and uncles, cousins. If you share that password with everybody in your family, they could, everyone could go in and do their own maybe weekly or monthly posts about things that they're grateful for. I love that idea. This actually kind of reminds me of an office episode. You're not the office. I love the yeah, office. yeah. The one where Ryan created like a blog for Creed, but it was just a word document that he typed like a web page at the top <laughs> so that he could think that he was putting all his thoughts like on the internet, but you know, we don't want to hear have Creed's thoughts out on the internet. So so this could even be if you're not tech savvy and you don't want to create something that's necessarily on the internet. You know, I, I love the idea of a blog, but you could even just do like a simple word document. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of typing and, and it can just kind of flow a little quicker sometimes. Yeah. 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 I love, you know, oftentimes extended family gets together at Thanksgiving and this is like a one night where they all share maybe if that's one of your family traditions, you all share what you're thankful for around the mm-hmm. Thanksgiving table. But think about all the cool ways how powerful it might be for kids to hear from their grandparents other times other days or months in the year of what's going on in their life and what they're thankful for and um might feel more special yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it doesn't have to be a one-night thing absolutely absolutely 
Um, so uh, kind of going off of what Lauren was talking about, um, you could do an audio recording, kind of like a podcast. You know, kids love hearing their own voice. They like feeling like they're, you know, recording something out into the world. Um, encourage them to keep an audio journal on their phone or their iPad. And they can get so creative and probably way more tech savvy than any adults could be. Um, so they can kind of figure out how to maybe add some music to it or other fun things like that. Um, and also video recording. So kind of going off of the audio, they may want to see themselves on video. So um, you could record them talking about what they're thankful for. This would probably be a really cool thing to watch like years down the road. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking about is to be able to rewind and, you know, months later, even years later, mm -hmm. see what was going on in your life at that time, what you were thankful for. It's cool to look back and see um, some of that history. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So drawing, they can do that for a gratitude journal. Um, doesn't have to be writing in a journal. Some kids are more visual or artistic and you could encourage them to draw or paint whatever they're thankful for in a gratitude journal or sketchbook. Um, they could even use photography or make an online slideshow of things that they're gratitude they're thankful for or feeling gratitude for, um, encouraging them to, so many kids have phones with them now. Um, hey, like, as you're going along your day or as we're doing this activity, why don't you um, snap a few pictures of things that you notice, things that you're grateful for in those moments. Um, as a family, you could get an activity together where you can get a bunch of magazines and maybe cut out pictures or words that show your feelings of gratitude or express gratitude in that way. Um, we were just talking about photography. And I know a couple of weeks ago we did a podcast about technology. This is one that I use in my personal life. Um, the five minute journal app. It's one of my favorites and it's a journal on an iPad or tablet, which kids and teens love. And each day you can open it up and you can write three things that you are grateful for, an intention that you have to make the day great, and you can take a picture, um, and it keeps all those pictures right there in the journal for that day in that moment. Um, and then at the end of the day, you can open it back up and you can put in three amazing things that happened during the day and reflect on one thing that could have made the day better. Um, it's got really, it's just a nice, simple graphic That's on there. Cool. I've and never heard of that. Yeah, it's one that I think is really cool. And maybe as, an, as a parent, you want to mm -hmm. do it yourself to cultivate gratitude. Um, and then maybe it's something you want to do with your kids. Um, but it's all stored back, so it's really cool. You can just swipe up on the app and look at the other days. And like I said, there's kind of that history recorded. Of I love that. And that can even be great like for teens, for adults, even mm -hmm. for little kids when they're having a rough day or a day where they just seem stumped by things that they you know, are yeah. trying to think of that they're grateful for, it can be nice to be able to look back on, you know, those pictures, maybe the leaves were changing and they thought that was really cool. Or, you know, maybe they were thankful for an early dismissal from school, you know, just little things like that, that they were able to kind of go back and look at. Yeah, I can imagine that would be very encouraging if they're really feeling discouraged or kind of 
stuck in a low mood mm-hmm. or yeah. yeah absolutely so so tip number two so we want you to look into exploring gratitude and start giving them um, giving your ch- kids um, thankful vocabulary through books so you know books are a great way to tell stories and to understand new ways of thinking and feeling so there's so many great books out there that can appeal to younger children about the concept of cultivating gratitude so one book is by Arnie Lightning, The Things I'm Grateful For, Cute Short Stories for Kids About Being Thankful and Grateful. And it has five short stories that are excellent for teaching, you know, your little one about being thankful for the things that they have. And each story is beautifully crafted with morals and lessons about gratitude and includes, you know, just for fun type activities as well. Um, so that can be a great one. Another one um, by Nancy Lowen, A Thank You Walk, a story about gratitude. And this is more for preschoolers. Um, a dog's tail wagging, a bird's chirping, a horse's neighs, a child's smile. Um, so a mother and daughter discover different ways of expressing gratitude as they take the family dog for a walk and just kind of noticing those little things along the way. Yeah, it brings in a lot of mindfulness. I love that. Mindfulness and gratitude go together yes. in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Um, another, there are so many out here, and we'll link these books. Yes. Um, and you can find just so many. Another one that we love is Apple Cake by Don Casey. And it's a simple rhyming story where a child says thank you for the gifts in nature, from things like hazelnuts in the hedge to apples from the tree, eggs from hens, and milk from the cow. And eventually the family has enough ingredients to make something special, a really delicious apple cake. So it's got really, really beautiful illustrations um, that are full of emotion and the book encourages children to be grateful for the world around them and they're grateful for all the ingredients that they have to make this delicious apple cake together this might be a really fun one to read um you know before thanksgiving and at the in the back of the book there is a recipe for apple cake that you and your (laughs) child you can read this book together work on naming all feeling gratitude for all the different um things and then you get to have that sweet connection moment with your child just kind of sharing in that joy of making an apple cake together i love that yeah it does sound really good right now (laughs) um and that that can be a great idea just not only if you don't want to do you know a recipe for apple cake but you know you talked a lot about thanksgiving and kind of the preparation and everything that goes into thanksgiving i know it can be very stressful for a lot of households so even just taking that, you know, mindful moment to be thankful for, you know, the turkey and the potatoes and, you know, all the things that you have on Thanksgiving and just looking at, you know, the little ingredients that go into making this really delicious dinner. I love that. We were talking about as parents how to cultivate this, just naming those things out loud as you are cooking, mm-hmm. you know, that's meal and naming you know, I'm really grateful for these eggs or, yeah yeah um, no I love that um so so we found an idea about a gratitude journal and this is more geared towards kids and parents to fill out together so it's a joint activity that we love um you know kind of fostering that connectedness and you know attachment so I love it so it's called grateful together by Vicki Perlou uh sorry if we're butchering your name Vicki um but it you 
know, it isn't always for easy for kids and parents to talk, especially teens and parents. Um, so this can be a shared back and forth journal that inspires communication and gratitude. So there's like surprising and fun prompts that are, are included to strengthen the bond between any child and their caregiver. So it, it gives you kind of a guide, which I think can be really helpful. Um, it's a colorful guided journal, you know, experience. So um, parents and children, you know, they can talk about big things, little things, take turn filling out questions and lists of what you're thankful for. There's, um, you know, creative free spaces as well for you to write and draw. So it not only helps you practice gratitude together, but it can also bring you closer and helps with that connection piece. Awesome. That sounds like a really cool way for kids and parents to connect, not only practice gratitude, but also just connect with Mm -hmm. each other. Um, Love it. If that one doesn't appeal to you, there's lots of options. There's another one um, called the Three Minute Gratitude Journal for Kids. And this is a journal to teach children to practice gratitude and mindfulness. Um, and it's a self-exploration journal designed to for kids to be focused on what they're thankful for, um, the big things in life, but not only the big things, but also the really simple joys that they experience each day. Um, and this one's a little bit more for kids to fill out individually. Um, there's a kid-friendly design all throughout it. Kids can list things that they're thankful for, people that bring them joy, and how they felt about their day. Love it. Um, so this is actually an idea from another play therapist, Kim Feeney. Um, it's called the Play Gratitude Pickup Sticks. Um, so, you know, the game like pickup sticks, you know, there's sticks on the ground or sticks on the table. So you use colored pickup sticks that, um, and then you create a homemade spinner with a circle cut out um, of poster board and divide it into like pie pieces with a color in each of the pie pieces that you know designates a certain category. So it could be per- person, place, thing, food, freebie, and of course you can create your own themes or categories. And then um, you attach the spinner with a brad in the center so that it can spin around and spin the spinner. And whatever the color lands on, you know, you you tell and which color that the pickup stick is and try to remove it from the pile and state what you're grateful for according to the category that the color correlates with on the spinner. So hopefully that makes sense. So basically there's colors, there's sticks, and you're trying to, um, you know, coordinate or correlate the color in order to, you know, express whatever the theme is for that gratitude. So if you've got like maybe red, red, you say somebody that you're grateful for, mm-hmm. a person, or orange, maybe you say a place that you're really thankful for, yellow, a thing, green, a food, or something else. And yeah, I love how it incorporates that, yeah, that play component. So you're trying to like pick up the stick, and then you're yeah. maybe while you're picking it up, you can think of like the idea of what food you're thankful for, what person or whatever the category is. And when they're playing, that really opens up communication for Mm -hmm. kids in a fun way. I know a couple weeks back we had talked about, um, Allie, you did thank you notes when you were a kid, Mm -hmm. right? Sure did. (laughs) Um, I did as well. So, you know, like we said, Christmas, the holidays are coming. And maybe you want to use the month of November 
I know I'm trying to. This might be the first year ever that I have almost bought all my Christmas gifts. And it's no not way. even Christmas yet. <laughs> wow, you're so way ahead I'm of me. Feeling so this is like a first for me. This yeah, is not that's a awesome. normal practice. But I'm feeling so excited about really slowing down this Christmas and just being able to enjoy this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kind of goes along with it. Maybe using November to talk about thank you notes and prepare for showing gratitude through that way. So mm-hmm. take time in November rather than um, in December during that season of you know, where there's a lot of busyness. And um, as a family, maybe you want to cut out some paper and here in November, have your kids start to make their own thankful cards in anticipation of the gift giving season in December. So you could talk about expressing thanks to people, um, you know, start that conversation about why we write thank you notes to people and kids can make their own thank you cards, which helps them feel more of a sense of ownership in the card. I know as an adult, I would love to get a handmade card from Mm -hmm. a kid that is just the sweetest and they can use their creative imagination rather than just buying cards at the store. So maybe use November to get this done ahead of time. And then you have all these fun, cute kid design thank you notes ready to go when just you just have to fill them in after the gifts are given in December. I love that. And I think even, you know, giving them to people that you may not always think to give them to. So maybe like your mailman or, you know, your kid's teacher or, you know, the music teacher, you know, someone like that, that maybe has an extra or coach, you know, someone that has or a therapist, yeah, <laughs> someone who has, you know, a, a, an extra role in that kid's life, you know, besides just the immediate circle yeah. immediate family friends, you know, a, a kid's friend, you know, that would be so cool to maybe even start a new trend and have, then that friend may want to give you know his or her friends I know, love that yeah. that it's not just about the gifts but expressing gratitude mm-hmm. for those personal relationships as well and we want to give credit that was another one by the play therapist Kim Feeney another idea absolutely so Lauren found this one online um, so we don't know exactly who to give the credit to but it's called the thankful pumpkin I absolutely love this idea <laughs> um, so I think this year your family's doing it is that right Lauren we are <laughs> yeah this was um, something that's been really cool to do in my own family. So we have a pumpkin sitting in the middle of our table and each night we are um, all writing on the pumpkin. You know, I write one, my child writes one, my husband writes one, um, or you can do multiple ones if you have ones that you want to share. Anything you want to share and write on the pumpkin about what you are grateful for and thankful for. And it kind of opens up doors to share why you put that on there. And I think at the end of November, we'll, and Thanksgiving, we're going to maybe bring it along with us to our Thanksgiving family gathering and put it on our Thanksgiving table and just kind of look back at all the the blessings and things that we've been thankful for throughout this month. I love that. I love that so much. And I think that, you know, some people who may be like, I know I'm you know, not guilty of this, but this is what, you know, happened in our household. You know, we carved pumpkins. So, you know, we had to throw those pumpkins away, unfortunately. So if you ha- don't have pumpkins right now, now's the time to go to Michael's, Target. All those things are on sale. You can get kind of those plastic pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And then you can also do the same activity on like a plastic pumpkin. I love the <laughs> idea of doing it on a plastic pumpkin. We are doing ours on a real pumpkin. And I was feeling a little bit sad of like, oh yeah, this is going to rot. Yeah, Maybe we're going to throw a, this away. I'm going to have to take a picture of it and remember all the things. This is not obviously 
and something that we'll be able to keep for years to come. Yeah, but, but I love the idea. <laughs> yeah, if you got a really big plastic pumpkin, maybe you could even keep it going for years. Yeah, um, love it. Yeah. So we just want to encourage you to slow down this holiday season, um, practice mindfulness and gratitude, and just realize the possible opportunity to make November and keep it going to other months, just a month to cultivate gratitude in your family. You know, it will really impact your kids and teens, not just for November, but for life. That's awesome. I'm really glad that we did this episode now. I think it can be, you know, hectic around the Thanksgiving and holiday season. So I hope you guys felt that this was helpful as far as, you know, the timing and the tips and skills that we recommended. Um, As always, if you have other suggestions or ideas, you can, um, you know, post them on our Kid Therapist podcast page. Uh, We are, you know, really grateful for you all, our listeners. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. So we're really, really thankful. We just want to express gratitude towards you all. Thanks, guys. Bye.